Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcasts and Amplify. So today on the show, I have Georgia Mullis. So in 2020, Georgia started an aromatherapy business. And then through 2020, she started realizing that she needed to sell in sort of this weird pandemic situation. She needed to expand her network and finding new clients was really important to her business and knew that she needed to find a way that felt good to network with other people. So that's why I have her on the show today because she is, well, she's lovely and you'll be able to see that through our interview, but she is just really great at bringing together communities in like a really organic way that feels great. And I know that as business owners and entrepreneurs, that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for these really solid, meaningful connections, not an icky feeling um, when we're uh, meeting new people. So she has in her bio here, ick free networking coaching. I love that. Um, so welcome, Georgia. And I want to just um, start with you telling a little bit more about your story. I kind of did a brief overview, but I think um, there's probably some details in there that you can can share with us. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be to be with you. I was growing my um, aromatherapy business um, through natural just really naturally, just from referral, from referral, you know, um, first of all, with my close network, and then I would be recommended to a sister-in-law or a brother-in-law or a work colleague. But when 2020 came, all of that stopped. And throughout 2020, I, I joke, I, I blew through my warm network. Yeah. So I went through everyone I knew and I realized in 2021 that in order for my business to grow, I would need to move outside of my my comfort zone, move outside of the people that I knew. And um, you know, I I felt like I networked organically online. So I I'm in Facebook groups and I'm on Instagram and I love talking to people and helping people. But it's it's really hard to move that onto a business conversation naturally at the speed I wanted to. Yeah, making that jump from Okay, we met, we kind of feel good about each other. It's good vibe to also have a business and sell this thing. Yes, exactly. And I I love it when people come to me and say, Georgia, can we do this together? I really love this. Or Georgia, and I'm like, yes, I'm there. Like that's when it feels the best for me. But they need, people need to know what it is you do. People need to know what it is, you know, that you're selling or, or how you can help them. Um, and that isn't always quickly obvious, you know, like I said, you know, you know, when you're just a regular person in a Facebook group. So I um, started to do some networking. So online only networking, because I'm in the UK and we were um, under 
um, quite strict lockdown, have have been under quite a strict lockdown for quite a long time. And I will be honest at this point, I have never networked in person. Interesting. So for me, like my my history is, so I'm a home ed mom, my kids, my three kids are all under 12 now. We've got neurodivergent brains and we home ed. And I could not imagine something worth going out for. <laughs> like it, it would have to be so worthwhile my time to, you know, make up for needing to get a babysitter and to travel for half an hour. You know, we were in a rural setting. Um, and then, you know, like pay $10 for breakfast and listen to a load of people that I don't like talk about something I'm not interested. How do I know I'm going to like, <sighs> uh, it, it never interested me. It never felt like it would be something that felt good to me. And I never did it. So like that, that's that, you know, that's, that's me. So when I started to do, I was like, okay, I'm going to do online networking, you know, cause everybody went on zoom, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much okay. zoom. <laughs> so much zoom. And there were people who obviously were established in the real life networking space that just thought we can just do this online. Right. It'll be one-to-one kind of like just hop online and do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and we know that to make, you know, it matter when we gather, it matters how, why, and when we gather, it, it matters and we need to be paying attention. So I, you know, I quickly experienced because I threw myself into it. I was like, right, I'm going to do online networking. I'm going to go to, you know, whoever's, you know, who's inviting, who has a session, you know, who's, who's doing I quickly learned, wow, that people that just thought they could replicate real life, 60 second pitches in a Zoom room for an hour, that does not work. Well, in my experience, that does not work and does not feel good. Yeah. And what I hear now from people, oh yeah, like we would go to the in-person 60 second pitch, but we would have to get there half an hour early so we could catch people in the bar or in the coffee shop. And that's where the networking was done. Oh, I love that you identified where was it actually happening? Where was, where were the connections actually yes. happening? Okay, so I want to pause for a minute and talk about in-person networking because you haven't experienced that, but I know a lot of people listening have, I have, and it's so funny. I was just thinking about, and I wrote some notes about writing a post about how I hate networking and it's not, it's not, uh, any networking. It's the in-person networking. And I might, you know, ruffle a lot of feathers by saying that, you know, I I really don't like in-person networking. I'm sure there are tons of people who do. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm more introverted and I don't like small talk. I don't like that awkward, um, trying to make eye contact. Like, do you want to talk to me? Don't you want to talk to me? Like, there's just so many uncomfortable things about it. And with the virtual networking, and you're going to go into much more detail about, you know, how to do it and, and the benefits and stuff. But for me, it's like, okay, wait a minute. We have a specific container for what we're doing. We all know why we're here. We're timed. So we got to get to the point. And like, it's just everything about it is like, I could do it in my, 
pajama bottoms. Like yes. everything about it speaks to me. Um, so I'm really excited. I think, you know, that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Cause I'm like, okay, how do you, I've done online networking. I love it. I'm in, I'm in, into it, but like, how do you do it well? Like, how do you really make those connections? I just love everything that you just said. And for me, online networking is all about leverage. The, the kind of person I am, the way I look at my business and my life is how can I leverage the situation? How can I leverage what's happening? And, and the way we can leverage online networking is, is time. This is what people need to be looking out for. Okay, so I'm, I'm obviously, I think that myself is the perfect one. Um, people need to find one that they feel works really well for them and makes them feel good. So, you know, you might need to try a few, but for me, it's about... 90 minutes how can I leverage that 90 minutes to create connections that are meaningful and are going to help grow my business and and I don't mean grow my business today we do not you know harvest the day we plant the seed maybe sometimes that will happen right you could have this instant connection and walk off into the sunset together right absolutely you know but (laughs) It's a lot more likely that if you turn up and you know what it is you want to say and you know who it is you're looking to meet, then it's going to happen. Because it's not just the people that you're talking to, it's the people that they know. Yeah, so you're not just leveraging that 90 minutes to meet those nine people. You're leveraging those nine minutes to meet, okay, who do those nine people know? Mm, That one person and their maybe hundreds of connections. Absolutely. And the better the network, the better the format of the network, the better the referrals, the better the connections are going to be. Yeah. And, you know, you touched on something that me not being a parent um, didn't think about, but the value of your time of not having to book the babysitter and drive to the place. And yeah, I actually didn't, hadn't thought about that because you know, I don't have kids. Um, I don't have to uh, juggle that, but that's huge. Just being like the accessibility that it gives you, that it offers you is, is huge. It, make, it makes it that so that you can even show up to these things. Whereas there, there's so many bar- potential barriers. There are so many barriers and it's not to say that people couldn't overcome them. It's about, is it worth it? Is this going to be worth it? Is, is what I'm going to get out of this worth it? And the democratization that, we, you know, that we've experienced through um, online networking, and that's not to say of all the ways people are still excluded, but you know, if you have uh, you know, a phone and you can get online, then you can go. You can put yourself... You know, there are lots of really brilliant free networking groups as well. You can get there. When you were seeing that, you know, you needed to grow your network and figure out like how to do that. What was that transition between like, I know I need to do this. I don't want to do it in person. I want to pursue online. And then so what was that? next step to creating that space of your own like how did you get to that that's such a good question okay so I had tried quite a few different online networking um spaces 
I decided to investigate how much they cost, what the commitment was. Uh, so there's lots of things that I start to learn, um, whether or not there's category lockout. I'd never heard of this term. So that category lockout is a group will only allow one kind of um, business. Like niche or, in, okay. Yeah, so if you have a photographer, there's only one photographer. And if you have an accountant, there's only one accountant. Well, the way I see the world is you can have people that all do a similar or the same thing but they're completely different because of how they are, how they want to be, the kind of business they want to run, the kind of life that they have. And people want to buy from the people that they resonate with the most. Yeah. So category lockout is, you know, an important thing to, to be aware of. Um, whether or not referrals are mandatory. So my, so one of the things my friend was telling me was that in her network, which she left actually, um, they had to bring a minimum of three referrals in a week for the people in their group, even if they didn't think the people in their group were very good. Oh, interesting. So it's just numbers. It was quantity, not quality. Absolutely. And I believe that we should be able to refer the people that we respect, that we think will vibe best with each other. You know, when you meet a person, you think, this person needs to meet this person. Right. Yeah. Like either shared value or uh, a thing that they want to both experience or a thing they're both going for. You know, there's something that you think like these two need to meet. Um, and that for, for me, like that's a natural part of connection. But for some people, that's not something that's natural. And it's like, okay, that's actually a really important thing in business. That's, that's, that's a really important way of making you important for other people yeah because we always want to know okay who would be the person that would know who I could go to mm -hmm. yeah you can mm -hmm. be that person right yeah by giving really good referrals to people that you you trust you know you like know and trust for me it was really important that referrals were genuine heartfelt um honest so did how many of the networking groups that you looked into were paid versus unpaid Okay, so that's a really good one. They were a mixture of both. I okay. learned quite quickly that a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean quality and that free doesn't necessarily mean uh, quality either. It really is about going to, if they have a free offer or if they've got a period of time for you to attend the meeting or multiple meetings if it's part of a, if it's part of a group. Um, so for example, I went to, I went to one and if you joined after the first meeting, it was um, 200 euros, which I, I think is about, um, I think it's about $200. Um, but if you joined after the, first, like after the second meeting, it went up to 500. So I, I, for me, I was like, this network is not for me because the people that are prepared to make that decision based on this are not people that I want to, you know, naturally feel connected to. That sounds intense. That's intense and quite high pressured. And I'm not an intense and high pressured person. So, yeah. And that would suit people that were. Yeah. Those are their people. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's, um, I, I went to another one where it was 2000 um, pounds um, upfront to be a member. Okay. I don't have 2000 pounds upfront. So mm, I'm not going to be the ideal person for the people that are attending that networking. Because 
you know, that's one of the points of entry. So for me, it's about looking into it and going, okay, where are the businesses I want to attract? Who are like me? You know, where am I at? Tell me a little bit about the format of your networking event and why you think it's so successful. So I, I became a member of this networking group and I saw the change in my business. I saw the change in my business by turning up consistently. They really liked me and they were like, we would love you to become a licensee. And that was not in my, <laughs> that was not, you know, in my strategy for, for this year. But I really kind of sat with it and I thought, I love this. Like, I love this. And I'm pretty good. Like, it's a natural thing for me. And I didn't know that it was a natural thing. And I did it. I made the decision. So I launched, um, I launched it at the end of June. This is the beauty. Okay. So the way Freedom Friday is set up, that's, that's the name of my um, networking. The, the way we run it, it's, um, it's 50 pounds um, and it's a rolling contract per month because it's a high enough investment that people have to think about it, but it's not so high that it's a barrier to businesses at the beginning or, you know, businesses that have got are really watching the cash every single month. It's just enough skin in the game to hold you accountable, but not like break the bank. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Explorers, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to the free workshop that I created. It's called the three secrets to starting your successful podcast. Now it's all about helping you to start your dream podcast so that you can share your voice and expand your business. If you want to join, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. All right, friend, back to the show. There's um, three breakout rooms, right? With no more than four people in. Okay, so in that 90 minutes, you're going to meet nine people intimately. You might be talking for four minutes, but you're listening. Yeah, for another 12. And you can get to know people really well in that time. Because so much of communication, good communication is listening. Absolutely. Okay, so it's, uh, you know, everyone comes in and then we immediately go to a breakout room. Okay, so like I said, it's, you know, everyone gets four minutes, it's four, min four people in a room. Different people have got different reasons for going to networking. Some people are going, like for me, lead generation. Some people are going for market research. Some people are going because it's really fun and they get to talk to other business people and get ideas and learn things that they never knew they needed to learn. Some people go just to sell. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, a person gets four minutes and in those four minutes, you can do what you choose to do with it. You can ask questions. You can um, give a, you know, a speech. Um, you can just speak from your heart, whatever feels good for you. This, this is why I love it because you can really get to know the other people in the room. Now, some people go to networking and they're like, right, I, you know, I want to get 16 leads out of this. And I, I would say, you know, if you d decide on your strategy, you know, and if that's your strategy, then, then go for it. But for me, it's about coming away with one person that I really, really either want to talk to you know, for themselves, or I believe that we've got something in common that we can grow together. It's really, really important to kind of know what it is you want when you're in that room. 
Yeah, I was just going to say it's really important to know why you're there and what it is that you want to walk away with. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's 16 or one connection, whatever feels good to you. Yeah. It's whatever feels good to you. Um, Then we have a spotlight presentation. So one of the benefits of being a member is um, they can give the opportunity to have to do a, a speaker spotlight, a seven minute speaker spotlight. Um, and they can do it. At, so my group is every, every two weeks. Um, and there are 26 other groups and they can be speaker spotlights at all those other groups in the month. So that's, and they can network at all these other groups as well. Um, so that's like an amazing opportunity to promote your business, to grow your network. Um, we have the seven minute speaker slot and then we go into another breakout room, seven minute speaker slot, um, breakout room. And then we, and then we finish for us. We always finish early, you know, as hosts, we always end early. We always run to time and we always try and give back people seven to 10 minutes so they can really make the decision about who they're going to follow up with, take that action, get that next call in the calendar so that would be a business development call i am not advocating that everyone spends hours on business development calls and that can be another podcast episode in itself but it's really important to know how do you want to move that relationship forward from that person you just met you need to decide for yourself how does that how do you move that relationship forward now for me it's not a sales call the next call isn't a sales call but for some people it is, and that's okay. I think it's genius that you give people time back to work on actually, you know, right then after the call, at least book one, you know, business call or connection call. That's amazing because I don't know how many times I've been off the, you know, online networking call. And then I have this list of people who I really want to connect with. And I'm like, okay, well, I will schedule a block of time for that. So just to have like 10, 15 minutes to do that is really great. Real, such a great idea. You know, we talked about, you know, having tips for, you know, good networking etiquette. Okay. So, you know, this is part of it. Be on time. Okay, don't be that person, like, you know, sliding in hot two minutes past the hour. You know, you've got that Zoom link, log into the Zoom 15 minutes beforehand, prepare yourself emotionally, physically, have your water. Um, I would use, obviously, you know, essential oils for some grounding, some focus. And I would know strategically what it is I wanted to say and who I wanted to meet. Um, and that would be consistent because with some consistency comes results. If we're turning up to a room, you know, and one week we're saying, hey, we sell this. And the next week we're saying, hey, we sell that. Like people don't know what it is we do or, or how they can refer to, to us. And it's really important that we learn to talk about ourselves in a way and our business in a way that people can refer to it. Because then when you're easily referable, that's when it's, you've got, you know, the people that you're networking with, they're like your sales force. It's, it's, a, it's an incredible thing again leveraging it so turn up on time be calm self-leadership look at the clock however you know the the meeting you're in is run you know if it's if it is one of those 60 second slots then take a moment breathe 
and you know maybe just speak for 45 seconds invite people to connect make sure that the room that you're in people are respecting your time when you're in that breakout room yeah and if the person and this can happen so um i'm launching a course on it free networking because i'm like i've kind of seen things happen for people people can get nervous and people can get carried away or can get excited and in that case be kind and say you've had your time yeah thank you know thank you we've come to the end of your time would michelle like to start now because that person will be so grateful because when you're nervous and excited you want someone else to stop you talking there will always be someone on a networking call where you're like, are they still talking? And, you know, we've all experienced it. And how you framed it as a kindness to just pipe up and yes. say, hey, thank you, you've had your time. I love that. I, I'm going to use that because I feel like I always felt really awkward around that. And I, I'm so... I think sometimes I'm overly respectful of people and their time and, and what they're saying. And I don't want them to feel uncomfortable, but that just really gave me permission yeah. to like be the person to cut the person off. And sometimes people are just nervous and they, it's almost like they can't help themselves from continuing to talk. I've, I've done that. You're like, Oh my God, is someone going to stop this? <laughs> somebody please stop this car crash so like you know never worry about being that person that stops the person talking like it's like be a be a kind person and and thank them um but yeah pay, pay attention at time so in the breakout rooms the way we run them you know it's about having a conversation in your four minutes inviting people to ask you questions setting it up so People are interested in you and they want to find out more about you. And they, they want to continue the conversation afterwards. Yeah. How magical is it, right? I love this. I'll come out of a networking meeting and I'll have invitations. Georgia, I loved meeting with you. I can't wait to meet you again. When can we set up a one-to-one? -one? Here's my online calendar. Yeah, that's like the best feeling because not only did you make a connection, you felt like your time was well spent because you walked away with these invite all these invites to stay connected with people and and different people can look at networking in different ways for me it's all about lead generation i run a business account and i run a business instagram but when i speak to people about business they can get offended or they can get confused and with this there's no confusion we all know why we're there yeah. And the best thing about it is making friends with the people you're networking with because they're awesome and they're fun and you share the same values and you're in your business because you love it and you want to grow it and they're in their business because they love it and they want to grow it. So I, um, I admire a business um, coach called Heather Thorkinson. One of her strategies is 23 business conversations a month. Okay. Not sales calls, not discovery calls, 23 business conversations. Just when I started doing that this year, that's what absolutely, you know, it changed the way I felt about the calls, the way I felt about my business, pressure, and in order to have those 23 calls, okay, they generation. So a business call as opposed to a connection call, 
So a connection, but about business. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, what do you do? What do I do? Are there synergies? Are there referrals we can make? Yes. Got it. Yes. Connection call is more, hey, do we like each other's vibe? What do you do? What's your story? Uh, yeah. Right. That's like, that's, that's when we really don't, like for me, connection calls are when we really don't know people and we need to know, are there any red flags? Right. You know, is this it, it, like, do I, I want to get to know this person more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are, are there going to be immediate problems that mean that I am not going to be wanting to share space with this person? You right. know, they can do their business, but just not next to me. Yeah, over there. Yeah, over there. Over there. So, so yeah, the chemistry call is we've met. You know, how do we then move this on? Yeah, what are the opportunities that would make sense for both of us to continue a relationship together? And a lot of people, this is when like a lot of people say, "Oh, networking doesn't work." I go to networking, I have these calls, and then nothing happens. Yes, talk about that. Mm. Because you're not making an agenda to move the conversation forward. It's about intention. It's about our intention. Use us as an example. I saw you in a face. I saw you in a Facebook group. Yes. I, I saw you post and I thought, oh, she looks cool. And I want to do, like, I want to get to know her better. So, we, you know, we had a connection call. I didn't know at that point where where our relationship could go yeah where could our relationship go um I had to speak to you to get to know you to find out what it is where are you at what you're interested in what kind of person are you um this collaboration came out of that and it all felt very organic and fun and easy speaking for myself (laughs) yes Yes, it was completely. And, you know, for me, you see what you, you get, you, you know, like my intention wasn't to sell you oils or to enroll you as a new network, you know, in my, in my networking group. My intention was to get to know you, get to know your business, be excited about that. And then, okay, what happens next? Adding in something like a breakout room or adding in something like an element of connection is really important, but the thought that you can put into it is more important. So if you know your community and you know who's going to be at that event and you really think about this, you know, strategically where are their businesses going? Who is it that they really want to be meeting? What opportunities is they're looking for? And if you can put those people in a room together like a a zoom room or a real room and put those people with each other you have created the nucleus for that to happen for them yeah so people shouldn't underestimate the value of that connection it can be magical and it's i see it wasted i see people putting people in random breakup i see people not thinking about who should be sat with who so priya parker calls it generous authority and for me if you can bring that generous authority into your events, into, into any kind of networking, because we're networking all the time. Yeah, if you can bring that generous authority into that networking, you will see a change in the way community forms. I love that generous authority. I haven't heard that before. 
were you always like a connector? Because you talked about how you didn't think you were good at networking, but then this group, I like identified you basically called you out and said, you're really good at this. You should be doing this for us. And, you know, it didn't sound like it was something that you knew that you had this gift for. And so did, did you, now do you see how, you know, other things in your life that are relevant, that, that makes, that's why this makes sense? It's, that's such a good question. Thank you. I had a lot of feelings of being very scared um, of people and shyness um, and not being comfortable around people, which took me like a long time of my adult life to kind of undo that. I didn't realize that I had very natural connector energy. Like things that I do that just seem normal to make people feel relaxed and at home. And, and it took me a long time to know that that's not what every, that's not natural to people. <laughs> Turns out that that's, that's actually, that's like a gift. And, you know, we can learn it and we can elevate it and we can bring it up. And that's what I want to kind of teach people. But yeah, so it, it came to me later in life the understanding that that actually, you know, that is a gift. And, you know, it's a gift that I can earn as a business, like I can earn money and run a business with this gift. I mean, yeah, you have that thing, that little magical dust where you're just like, wow, this is really easy. And this, this person makes me feel good. And like, I just feel good talking to her. Like people say that, like, like they go away from me, like they feel really good about themselves or like they just like they get, and I'm like, it's because I'm very interested in you. Like I want, <laughs> yeah, I'm just reflecting back at you. What do you think about creating groups that are diverse? Do you think that's more of like a group is created more organically or do you think that there is a responsibility to invite people in? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you've asked this question. Okay. So it's the responsibility of the inviter. So when I started um, and I looked at my clients, my customers, they, they were all me. Okay. Um, or a variation of me. And I went, okay, well, they buy from me so I can't make people buy from me well of course you can because it's about who you're inviting where you're putting your time where you're putting your effort what's your message how relevant are you making when I started to go out into other communities other groups of people and suddenly I'm going oh am I welcome here because my skin color's not quite right or my sexuality isn't the same or I'm going oh my is it okay for me to sell is it okay right now we're getting now I'm getting some understanding of what it's like for the global majority or for anyone who doesn't meet the gender binary that I'm in okay it is my responsibility to make sure that I'm inviting acting creating a space at my networking where people can come and be in business I have got people who are non-binary people who are gay um coming it's really important that everyone who comes to, to, to my networking knows that if they've got a woman in that room, they don't say, how's your husband? What does your husband do? 
Yeah, it's my job to make sure that when they come to talk about their copywriting course, they can talk about their copywriting course with people who are open and excited to hear about the copywriting course. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Um, and I'm just thinking of, you know, as you're describing different people and their different experiences and, and how they walk through life, I'm just thinking of what a missed opportunity when you don't intentionally invite yes. all that difference in, because that's where connection happens. That's where understanding happens. To me, I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, just because it's like, if you really want those rich connections, but you have to create the space, right? You have to create that feeling of welcoming and safety. And I see you for who you are. And that's great. Come on in. Yes. This is part of my mission, isn't it? This, this, this is part of, you know, creating that space where we can, we can all do business. So Georgia, I want to make sure that everyone knows how they can connect with you and work with you perhaps. So can you please share any way that people can get connected with you? I've tried to keep it easy. It's georgiam.co.uk. It's Georgia Mullis on all the socials. So LinkedIn, Instagram, um, and Facebook. Mullis, M-U-L-L-I-S-S. Perfect. So we'll link to all those places in the show notes. And Georgia, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for coming here and sharing your tips about networking and not just that, but all the kindness and wisdom you have to, to put out in the world. So thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It honestly was an amazing moment when that email hit my inbox. So I'm so excited and I can't wait to share this when it's ready to air. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.